The hosts feel it would be a little unkind to present this podcast without just a word of friendly warning. We are about to unfold the story of Frankenstein, a man of science who sought to create a man after his own image without reckoning upon God. It is one of the strangest tales ever told. It deals with the two great mysteries of creation, life and death. I think it will thrill you. It may shock you. It might even horrify you. So if any of you feel that you do not care to subject your nerves to such a strain, now's your chance to. Well, we've warned you. Hello and welcome once again to the Frankencast. I'm the mad scientist Anthony Bowman. My pronouns are he, him, and I'm joined as always by the amazingly multi-purpose steak slash club. Now rolled all into one. Uh, that is Eric Velasquez. My pronouns are also he, him. <laughs> uh, yeah, so so this week we are talking about Santo and Blue Demon versus the monsters. Santo y Blue Demon contra los monstruos. <laughs> Which is the first of, in the series we're talking about, but is not even remotely close to the first one. No, uh, uh, as, obviously as as... not. <laughs> we'll get there, but this is clearly a sequel to something. Yeah. Um, but so as I was sitting down to watch this, it's like I, I was getting ready to press play and I was suddenly like, you know, we kind of committed to doing three of these without having seen any of them. Oh, no. I hope these, I hope these are better than <laughs> the Italian reanimator. Uh, and yeah, yeah it, it, I'm I'm very glad we're going to do three of these. I, I was really, really enjoying this. Anthony, can I ask you a question? Yeah. All right. So we know you like monsters. Do you like wrestling and monsters? Because <laughs> have I got a movie for you, baby? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and so, like, as I was watching it, I was really, I was trying to like nail down um, what the tone, like, to compare it to something that more people might have seen. <laughs> and it's so because it's funny and it's a little campy but it's also like dead serious at the same time yeah but like it's not taking itself too seriously it's really the closest thing i could think of was like maybe like the power rangers yeah because it's like you know they're playing everything straightforward but also there's definitely tongue-in-cheek action going on here like it's letting the story be funny and letting the characters be serious in the story and it just really really worked for me yeah, so do you remember Frankenstein versus Baragon? <laughs> yeah. Like, this this could easily be the twin to that movie if if it didn't have War of the Gargantuas. Like, yeah, that's, yeah, I can they, see that. They definitely share a same vein and even random song and dance numbers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I guess that was a thing in the 60s, uh, so, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, like, even, you know, so it starts out and you sort of get introduced to the characters with, like, title cards. But It's just, like, you see them in the woods and it's just, like, you know, Santo shows up on screen and it says, you know, Santo, the man in the silver mask. Mm -hmm. And then there's Blue Demon and then you get all the monsters. And the monsters here, like, any kind of, like, universal monster rally, they're just blowing it out of the water with this. Yeah, yeah. So we've got the mummy. La mummia. A cyclops. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, base. <laughs> the cyclops seems... I mean, it is a cyclops. It's a one-eyed thing, but it also kind of 
felt like it was maybe nodding to like creature from the black lagoon ish like it was sort yeah. of the aquatic thing in this I, I feel like that's definitely what they were going for because there is an underwater scene with this creature but yeah. um man like this is the most power rangers uh looking monster out of all of them oh for sure <laughs> but let's not forget frankenstein <laughs> yes uh yeah so uh by the way i love that he has the chicana goatee <laughs> How good is I was that? Getting ready to, I was getting ready to say the same thing. Oh, I love it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then you got the wolf man, which is just basically a very hairy man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, to <laughs> With be some fair. Fangs. To be fair, it, it's, it is kind of a uh, straight-haired throwback to Lon Chaney's wolf man. Oh, yeah. You know. And then we have yeah. El Vampiro, who is not Dracula. <laughs> Yeah, even though he's very Dracula. I mean, he is a, let's say he is a Dracula, right? That's Yeah. <laughs> and, and But we're only introduced to one La Mujer Vampiro, one vampire woman. Yeah, but even though two. we will, uh, yeah, we'll see two eventually. Yeah, and so then, of course, because this is a, you know, movie about, you know, luchadors, we open on a tag match going on, like a, a wrestling match in a wrestling ring. Can we take uh, one step back, though, real quick? I do want to yeah. mention this. So you, you know how we talked about the intro is basically them coming out of the, 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 the woods with a little bit of the smoke drifting by as they're introduced? Mm-hmm. Get ready because you're going to see that two more times. <laughs> and I'm not saying like it's a very similar shot. They reuse the same shot two more times <laughs> for each and every character. Ugh. Uh, it's kind of like that same thing we talked about before with like the, you know, like Predator and mm-hmm. Chopping Mall where they like, you know, use the stills yeah. from the movie as credits. But again, like put at the beginning this time. No, these are actual uh, whole shots, though, that are actually in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Two more times. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we got a Lucha, Lucha Libre, Libre match. Yeah. And it's so the first one is a women's match. Mm-hmm. Santos watching. And we just, like, watch the match. Like, it has no bearing on the story after this. It's just, you nope. you want to see a wrestling match? Hell yeah, let's do it. And you just watch it, and it's great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then on, in the second match, we're introduced to Blue Demon. And Juan Garza, who... <laughs> him and the uh, the heels of the match, for and for wrestling terms, uh, they basically... I think they do show up, but they're never mentioned after the this match. Yeah. There's uh, uh, Ebano the Giant and El Arabe. Uh, it ends up, like, it's, you know, it's a wrestling match, so, like, it, it bounces back and forth as to who it appears is going to win, but, you know, in the end, the faces win, Blue Demon is victorious. Then we just cut to a cemetery, so we're getting into the monster part of the story now. Yeah, we get a nice brown hearse that pulls up. Yeah, and there's a casket that's carried out, and it's it's put into a crypt, and like there's a man and a woman kind of standing over to the side watching. Right. Uh, we'll ultimately find out that they are the brother and niece of the the deceased here. Right, Doctor Bruno Hulder, and uh, by the way, the the man who's watching at this time, his name is Otto, and then we have Hetty Blue, who plays Gloria. Did they ever call him Otto in the movie? Because I never nope. caught his name, and I just kept writing brother, and then yep. I finally got to the credits, and I was like, okay, Otto, I have to go back and write that in my notes so yep. I'll remember that. Yep, nope, that's exactly what I did. I, I call them I call them Goodholder. <laughs> I guess we're kind of giving away the farm. But also, that casket is the lightest casket in history. Like, because one, one guy just 
single-handed lifts it up and the guy on the one end is literally holding the whole casket's weight and it's like okay this is just you know obviously it's a prop casket you can't use a real <laughs> yeah. one but it's like come on guys keep it even don't don't let one guy hold the whole thing <laughs> yeah it's like painted styrofoam mm-hmm. or balsa wood or something and there's yeah. definitely no one in there right yeah, yeah. <laughs> so then we we do see from the shadows there are like these like green-faced men kind of watching as well i guess they're zombies like we end up finding out they were they've you know they are revived dead people um yeah they used to be criminals but we'll 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 get into that later (laughs) and there's also just a little person with them who seems to be kind of like the boss of the zombies waldo's amazing i love waldo he he has the like for his stature he has some of the 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 most gravitas of every Mm -hmm. anyone in this in this movie yeah, we also do kind of cut to like an inside the coffin shot where we see, you know, see the man in there. And then we immediately cut to that same face on a newspaper with the headline, Famous Scientist Dead. Right. <laughs> and, you know, the aforementioned Otto is reading that paper and it's Otto and his daughter. Basically, like the dead brother, Bruno, uh, brought people back from the dead. He was kind of a bad guy, but like they're kind of relieved that he's dead maybe it's it's not like explicitly stated yet that they're like excited that he's gone but they, they don't it sounds like santo and the blue demon uh, took care of him in the previous movie that we didn't watch yet <laughs> yeah yeah i kind of like i even tried to like look just to see like is the previous one kind of frankensteinish too did we miss one but I, it doesn't seem like it from what i can tell nope. he, he just he did the zombie kind of thing and then frankenstein shows up here yeah. Well, it turns out this guy, this this uh, Bruno Halder, did a lot of brain transplants. That's how he brought people back to life. That's somehow yeah. how he resuscitated them by transplanting their brains. <laughs> so then we go back to the graveyard, and we've got the zombies carrying the body, led by Waldo. So you know, clearly there's a plan in place for if if Bruno happens to die, he you know that's not the end of Bruno. He's got. Yeah, he had a plan uh, B. Yeah. So then we cut to Santo, and he is reading the exact same paper, probably literally the exact same prop, knowing mm-hmm. knowing they like they made one copy and passed it around. Yeah, yeah. But so they're they're discuss or he's discussing with Blue Demon. He's kind of worried about Gloria. He's dating Gloria, and you know they're just kind of worried that like you know with everything going on with Bruno, like hopefully he's really taken care of. He's not going to show up. Again, you know, I, I got to protect Gloria. Well, Blue Demon says, hey, don't worry about this. You know why? Because you need to go on vacation because I'm going on vacation right now. <laughs> As he brings in his suitcase. And if you're not familiar with, like, lucha culture, they never take their masks off. Like, that's, no. like, the thing is, like, it's a great shame to lose your mask. It's, like, in matches and stuff. Sometimes people lose their But so, like, if you're not watching this, like, keep in mind that you have these two guys and... They are either in, like, suits mm-hmm. or just, like, jeans and t-shirts, but they're wearing their lucha masks the whole movie. Yeah, yeah, you can't let anyone see your face. Yeah. Yeah. But there's just something, uh, like, the suit and tie with oh, the how lucha casual, mask. How it's casual such a good look. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it actually is. I mean, it would be duplicated in, um, what is it, uh, the Extreme Ghostbusters, I think, and a couple other uh, cartoons where you have, I think even Mighty Max has a... Uh, a luchador in a uh, suit with the mask on, obviously giving it a throwback to Santo. And, you know, it's really not too far off from, like, if you've been watching, like, Moon Knight. Like, you know, he has, like, yeah. his kind of old-style cloak costume, but then he also has, like, a face mask that's very similar to a lucha mask and, like, an all-white suit. Yeah, Mr. And Knight. Yeah, it's a it's a sharp look. Yeah. 
I think so. I mean, I think I wish we could pull it off and, uh, you know, just cat every day, every day living, you know? Man, if only for COVID, <laughs> if we'd gone with Lucha Mask ah, instead of the bottom half of the face. We missed our chance. <laughs> oh, well. Who knows? We might get another shot. Uh, anyway, um, uh, turns out, though, as a Blue Demon is going on vacation, he runs across a, a group of green-faced individuals on a wagon in the middle of the day holding torches. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just, like, driving a sports car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a really nice car. I wish I knew what type it was. Yeah, he sees them from the road, and then, like, we cut to them getting to the castle, the zombies and Waldo, and they're trying to revive Bruno, obviously. And the lab here, it's it's different than what we've seen in Franken... I mean, it's electrical science gear, but it's more like... This is kind of a mid-modern <laughs> mad scientist yeah. get up. We got the egg-shaped panels and... Oh, yeah. Everything's very, yeah, very, yeah. like, rounded. And then they've got, like, hel- like the sort of, like, hair dryer helmet kind of things that go on oh, the yeah. head to, like, revive people with. Hey, there's a science wheel. It's a very fancy-looking science wheel, and you only see it <laughs> in the background, but it's there. Yeah. You didn't and you know I what else it? is in the background is just this weird little the alien. brain alien guy! Yes! <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is up with that guy? No speaking lines, no interaction, just there, <laughs> just chilling with his, like, big, big massive head with the top being, like, uh, I, I don't even know, like, styrofoam <laughs> brains on top? Yeah. I, yeah, it's definitely, like, another little person in a suit, but, like, the head is massive, um, and yeah, the brain is like exposed on the top. It's yeah, it's a great and, like f- for a while. Like I thought it was just like a statue or something, but <laughs> nope. like it, cause it doesn't move for a while and then finally it does move and you're like, Oh no, there's just like, a guy <laughs> there. Yeah. <laughs> but let's talk about, let's talk about the, uh, the true style that's in this scene at this point. We've got, we've got Waldo who is in this like all black, uh, what would you even call it? Not a onesie but almost like a morph suit without the mask. <laughs> yeah. And and he's clearly got, like, I'm guessing a styrofoam ball on his back because he's supposed mm-hmm. to have a hump, but yeah. it, it looks just like, hey, I've got a ball or some spherical-shaped object in the back of my suit. <laughs> yeah. Luckily, it's only here for, like, this one and maybe, like, one other scene. And then he's just wearing a suit. He basically looks like... um. Oh, is it Top Hat? Is that his name from uh, the James Bond movies? I'm going to have to look that up now. <laughs> Odd Job. Odd Job is the name. Uh, okay, yeah. yeah. It looks like Odd Job from James Bond. We're going to cut that. All right, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so then, like, as they're doing all the reviving stuff, Bruno wakes up. He thanks Waldo for being a loyal assistant. And we find out that Waldo really wants to experiment on living subjects. Yeah, he's tired of these dead people. He's got to have something fresh. Yeah. Well, luckily, Blue Demon is there to provide. Because <laughs> yeah. he is snuck in at this point. He's in yeah, the he's just like watching from around a corner. So it, the it's a castle on the outside, but inside it's basically just like caves. caves. Like yeah. it's just like caverns, you know, different tunnels and stuff. But it's like rounded walls, you know. It's not like, it doesn't look man-made. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he's just like peeking around like a down a corridor and uh, one of the zombies kind of sneaks up behind him and, and they have a fight. And then Blue Demon is captured and brought into sort of the central room where Bruno and everyone is. But what takes out Blue Demon 
is the thing that takes out most of the, anything that gets taken out in this movie, and that's a damn wooden club. <laughs> that is the most powerful weapon in this movie. That's probably it's probably like a wrestling kind of weapon. Like yeah, you know, yeah. we can hit you and like make it look painful when it's not or what you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, but this is where we find out for sure that, you know, Bruno's like, ah, we meet again. You and Santo destroyed my life. So uh, so now we know that, you know, we are definitely watching, a, a, you know, a sequel. Mm-hmm. And, you know, now Waldo's very excited because, you know, he wants to experiment on, on living subjects. And one was just delivered at his, you know, his doorstep. Mm-hmm. So, of course, the zombies kind of strap Blue Demon down to, like, a gurney. And, of course, Waldo comes in with the syringe. But Bruno's like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> You're getting a little ahead of yourself. That would be too quick. That, that, that euthanization. We don't do that here. We go a little bit <laughs> above and beyond. Let's get this man to the duplication chamber. <laughs> We're going to duplicate him and have him fight Santo. Which, this is one of those things where, like, I think this kind of happens sometimes in a lot of sci-fi stuff, where it's like, you have one plot that you want to achieve, and then you'll just kind of add things as necessary to get you where you need to go, but if he has a duplication chamber, he should have a whole different set of plans. Like, this duplication chamber has you set up for some really interesting ways to take over the world or do whatever kind of evil things you want to do. So we're just going to duplicate uh, all the mo- the zombies just multiple yeah. times. Or like kidnap the president right. or whatever. But yeah. <laughs> instead, we're just going to make a copy of Blue Demon and, have, and we're just going to send him out to, to fuck with <laughs> Santo. Right. But only, only one copy, though. Not multiple. Yeah. Just one. And they they don't even really, like, I, as soon as they did that, I was like, okay, they're going to do the thing where, like, yeah. Blue Demon's evil, but he pretends to be good, and he's going to, like, slowly kind of worm his way into Santo's nope. life. Nope, we ain't got time for that bullshit. <laughs> no. <laughs> the, by the way, that's the theme of this movie. Like, there are times when it's like, okay, you could have cut out, like, those extra fight scenes, but I guess wrestling, but it ain't got no time for, for <laughs> subtlety. Yeah. We're just going into it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so they create this copy of Blue Demon and Bruno's like, I want revenge on Santo and my brother and Gloria. Yeah. So he's going to send out uh, Blue Demon to uh, to get Santo. Luckily, Santo just hopped in his uh, nice silver Santo mobile <laughs> and uh, he runs into, well, the monsters, including the evil Blue Demon, try to run into him. <laughs> so they like turn down like a, a little road in the woods, basically. And then, yeah, that's where evil Blue Demon appears. And like instantly, yeah, Santo and Blue Demon are fighting like immediately. Mm-hmm. There's no kind of pretense. He's not like, oh, hey, friend. You know, yeah, he jumps out just... in front of the car, stops it and is like, let's do this. <laughs> Yeah. And while they're fighting, some of the zombies kidnap Gloria, mm-hmm. and they're dragging her away, and then um, two of the zombies end up helping Blue Demon, and they take out Santo, and they throw him. At first, it looks like it's like a cliff, but it's really just more of like a steep hill. Yeah. <laughs> so he just kind of rolls down the hill, and then like stops. Like, he gets close to what I think might actually be a cliff, but like he, he you know, stops himself, runs back to the car, and begins to like yeah. chase after Blue Demon, and company so then we get like a car chase of course that is yeah yeah <laughs> a varying speed it's <laughs> i wouldn't call it a high speed chase yeah there's there is <laughs> there are speeds <laughs> I and i think some of them may have happened at high speed but none of them all none of it all happened together in high speed right it's definitely a composite shot multiple times over and so in the middle of the chase there's a part where gloria 
jumps out of the evil car <laughs> into the Santo mobile. Yeah. By the way, I love that the monsters allow basically allow that to happen. Yeah, like there's no resistance at all like yeah. she just like awkwardly hops out and also i'm pretty sure the cars are at a dead stop when she yeah, does this yeah. <laughs> yes i mean come on you're not like at least they took care of uh like at least they were safe about it right? yeah yeah but no yeah, yeah no than just making some random actress like jump out of a car at like 30 miles an hour exactly. or something but I, but but with some of the movies we've seen i wouldn't put it past them uh, yeah, yeah, for real. But it turns out we have a little bit of a car crash now as Sento runs off the, the monster mobile. And uh, mm-hmm. it, of course, goes tumbling down the hill, as you would expect it to do. Bursts into flames, once again, as you would expect it to do in all these movies. <laughs> but, but, the blue demon, on fire. By the way, he's actually doing a fire stunt. You see the flames on his back. Gets out. And just, like, runs off. <laughs> yeah. We don't see the other monsters, so I'm like, oh, they killed the zombies, right? Nope. Yeah. I was wrong, because apparently they also somehow ran off, too. Or maybe yeah. they were duplicated and we just never seen it. Yeah, so from, from there we cut to they've pulled out Bruno's coffin and see that it's empty. And you've got Santo and Otto and Gloria. And so they're like, uh-oh, it looks like Bruno's back. Mm-hmm. Santo's obviously also very confused that Blue Demon has, like, betrayed him. It was his best friend, right? Yeah, yeah. They've been partners forever. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it, he's very surprised. But, of course, Otto says, well... You must have done something to provoke him. Like, this, you all had a rivalry, right? And Santa's like, well, no, that's us keeping kayfabe, my dude. <laughs> we, <laughs> you know? Which is an interesting layer to introduce to these movies to be like, <laughs> yeah, we're rivals in the ring, but we're friends, friends in real life, right. in, in quote unquote real life, where we fight <laughs> zombies and yeah. undead. And mad scientists evil. multiple yeah. times. <laughs> But yeah, so then we cut back to the castle area or whatever, or it's another cavern anyway. I don't know if it's supposed to be in the same place or a different, it's probably the exact same location just being redressed or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's definitely a set, obviously, like (laughs) the styrofoam walls, but Mm -hmm. but I'm I'm kind of amazed, like we don't actually, I'll, I'll, spoiler alert, by the way, we don't actually see anything that would tell you it's a castle other than the facade. <laughs> Everything yeah. else is underground. It's it's all caves from here on out. It's like they <laughs> built a castle around the caves. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so we get Blue Demon and the zombies. They approach a coffin and they're like starting to open it. But then, like, up on the wall, there is a bat that then, like, turns into a vampire. That is the wildest, uh, most frightening-looking bat puppet I think I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. Like, and not in the way you would expect, though. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really strange. And, like, we do eventually get some, like, some of, you know, our beloved Flappy Bat mm-hmm. kind of scenes. But here, not so much. It's really just kind of like posing up against the wall, not really moving at all. Right. And then just kind of does like a morph to the man with his cape out, you know, mimicking the wings and stuff. El vampiro, uh, yeah. <laughs> and so he just kind of like jumps down from the ceiling and attacks one of the zombies and like sucks his blood and <laughs> then like goes to attack another one. <laughs> and then Blue Demon takes control of the vampire with this handy dandy glowing- monster controlling ring. <laughs> It's this huge, huge ring that's flashing and making this horrible squealing right? sound. <laughs> By the way, I do love that the vampire basically always has his hands spread wide, and he's in that that power that like horse riding stance. Yeah, like he's running through this movie in that stance with his arms like spread wide. <laughs> <laughs> 
it's it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's you know, there's basically like the two iconic vampire poses. Mm-hmm. One is the arms outstretched, yep. and one is the you know arm covering the the lower half of your face with the cape thing. But this guy just you know doubles down on the arms <laughs> outstretched pose and just. This rides it through the whole. Movie. This vampire ain't got time for mystery. He's here for one thing, and that's sucking <laughs> blood, baby. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Blue Demon gets control of him, and then we cut back to Santo and Otto, and this is where we get a bunch of exposition that we mm-hmm. find out that the Halders family are from Transylvania, and Bruno was always fascinated by superstitions, even though he was a you know a scientist. So he decided to marry the two of science and superstition, and uh, learn how to bring people back from the dead by switching their brains. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, and then we get like. A, a sort of a montage where we see them sort of rounding up all of the different monsters. Yeah. So like, I think we've got Waldo and Blue Demon and some zombies and they're at like an Egyptian temple or a museum or something and they find a mummy. Yeah. The and- only thing I can tell you is there's a lot of skeletons, a lot of skulls and other mummies that aren't this particular mummy that they find in the casket. Mm-hmm. And this mummy is just like an old man with like yeah. a couple bandages around. Yeah, I mean, you know, not even like the Karloff mummy. It's just, just a dude in some bandages. <laughs> yeah. And then we have Halder blowtorching a... It, I thought it was a stone wall. Turns out, it, I'm guessing ice, because that's where the Cyclops was hidden behind. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, we're, we're going to get to something that kind of irks me, but at this point, the Cyclops is... We can agree the Cyclops is moving around pretty good on his own volition because he tries to attack Alder. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I just wanted to verify that before we get on, uh, go any further. Okay. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> th- then, of course, we get El Lobo Hombre, the werewolf or wolfman. And, uh, yeah, so he's kind of just chilling. Yeah. Yeah, and it's you just see him and Frankenstein with his goatee. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the mummy and the vampire and the cyclops and they're all um, in the revival chambers yeah. sorry the, my neighbor is mowing the grass <laughs> so loud so you're, that, we're gonna yeah um, we'll work on that but yeah so <laughs> apparently uh, at this point they then revive all the monsters once again the cyclops has already been revived but they re-revive him <laughs> maybe he needs to be charged don't know yeah and yeah so then we get Bruno getting to yell like the, the he says they're alive because <laughs> we it's not just it's alive because we got like you know eight monsters here in yeah, a row yeah. or whatever. <laughs> yeah, we at least have nine, right? I mean, possibly including uh, Bruno. <laughs> yes, it's a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and so yeah, he starts commanding the monsters and they obey. They just kind of like you know he tells them what to do and they're they're doing it. Then we get like a, it sort of cuts into sort of another montage. The monsters of like, killing people. Yeah, they're just terrorizing random people for no particular reason. I guess just to kind of like amp up the tension and you know put some more scary scenes in the middle of the movie. Right. By the <laughs> way, we start off with the the Wolfman approaching a horse, and it's like, oh, is he? He's going to attack the horse. He kind of looks back at the camera and give, spikes the camera, and it's like, oh, <laughs> is he going to? Is he going to eat the horse or is he going to make love to the horse? What's he doing? <laughs> but no, he doesn't care about the horse. He goes inside to the people. <laughs> and uh, he, in order, kills dad, then mom, otherwise known as Lupe. And, uh, you know, you think the kid's going to get scot-free. No, 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 no. See, you're not counting. This is a Mexican movie. That kid is dead. <laughs> <laughs> we don't see the kid, but it's inferred heavily that the kid is eaten by the, the wolf man. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
then we see there's like a man who's like working with nets. Are these supposed to be like fishing nets? Yeah, yeah, it's a fishing. Okay, yeah, yeah. I was kind of like he's he's like hanging them vertically like from trees or something. Like I'm like I guess drying them out or something. Yeah. And then yeah, the the cyclops shows up because it's you know the sort of aquatic related situation. <laughs> I guess. Sure. <laughs> And so he attacks the the fisherman, and then we cut to the police and Santo, and they're looking at the crime scene of like the fisherman. But I don't think we ever do we ever see any more reference to the family that were killed by the wolf. No, nope. <laughs> they they were forgotten. But it turns out that the Cyclops is uh, kind of related to I think either horses or uh, camels, because he's oh, what is it plantigrade. Or I'm, uh, yeah, they literally talk about the footprints being plantigrade. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, that is an interesting detail. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if that's supposed to be, like, sort of Minotaur-related. Kind of, yeah. Of. I, don't, I don't know. And it's, to describe the, I don't know how you would exactly describe this Cyclops. He's got, like, big, pointy ear kind <laughs> right. of things. He almost, like, you know, you mentioned Baragon. It's not too different from, like, the shape of Baragon's head, but That's he's just got, like, accurate. the one big eye in the middle of the head instead of, like, the horn. Right. But, yeah, so they're looking at the crime scene, and then we cut to a young couple who are, like, you know, making out in a field. Yeah, they're having a little picnic. Uh, yeah, you know, this is, like, the sort of, like, slasher movie kind of scene, like, <laughs> you know. But it also feels like, you know, they're in a field. It, it feels a little bit like it might be nodding to, like, Maria in the, you know, the field by the pond. Right. Uh, because, of course, Frankenstein shows up. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> he, uh, you know, attacks them, ends up, like, crushing the guy's head. I, um, that was pretty, like, the fight with the, the, the poor guy just got beat the crap up. Like, there's a point. Where the actual actor, well, the Frankenstein actor, grabs the victim actor and just, like, punches him in the head. I think he actually punches him in the head. <laughs> but, yeah, then, as you said, he basically walks up and just, like, crushes the head of the victim. And then, like, carries the girl away. Right. But at this point, he's already choked her, so she's dead, too. <laughs> yeah. He's just he's cleaning up the, the girl, the evidence <laughs> that he killed the girl. And just leaving the pile of, well, the squished head for everyone else to find. <laughs> Meanwhile, we see another girl who is walking down the road, mm -hmm. and there is a flappy bat approaching from behind uh, her. We know what that means. Um, <laughs> yep, so then the, the, you know, he turns into the vampire with his arms outstretched and, you know, bites her neck. Uh, there's our first, I think this is supposed to be Sonia, as she's credited, by the way. Um, mm. Yeah, so this would be a Sonia. <laughs> Yeah, and then we cut back to, at the crime scene, Santo swims down into an underwater cave. For no reason. Like, why was he <laughs> underwater? He just decided to go underwater in a cave. Well, it's a good thing he did, though, because that's also, where, well, the Cyclops is hiding. It looks like, basically, on a, the bank of a river with, like, some reeds, <laughs> but he's also underwater at the same time because there's bubbles. <laughs> Yeah, like because at first I thought it was you know sometimes you'll have that thing where you like you swim through an underwater cavern and then you get into like yeah. the above water part of the cavern that you can only get to through the water. Nope. I thought that's kind of what they were going for, but no. Yeah, it's. <laughs> yep. 
It's like um, they put a fish tank in front of a guy on <laughs> in front of the Cyclops on the riverbank. Yeah. <laughs> but so, yep, then we got Santo and the Cyclops. They're fighting. Mm-hmm. Santo ends up, like, staking the Cyclops, which, you know, I mean, like, that's the vampire thing. But, you right. know, I mean, if you stake a person, it, it's, it'll work, too. So I guess you can stake a Cyclops through the heart. It's, by by it's the effective. way, that... He, I don't want to spoil too much, but that's how you—that's how you kill a monster in this movie. Just <laughs> any any monster doesn't matter. By the way, the vampire was out in the middle of the day, so that 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 rule is out. Yeah, like sunlight and garlic don't don't count it. Steaks—they're good for killing everything. I yeah, mean, it makes sense, right? <laughs> And then they do mention later, they say something about that, like, the monsters are only coming out at night. So Even I don't though it's know, the middle yeah, of the day. It, 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 it's definitely the day. So right. I don't know if they're just, they think that we're going to assume that was night, but it is very, very well lit. It is not like, yeah, it, it, you know, it's not even like, you know, they do like the day for night thing where you can shoot with like a, the right kind of lens no, and make daytime look is, like night. This is no, day this for is everything. Just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so then we go back to Bruno's lab, and he's just performing surgery on the Cyclops. So- we gotta fix. We gotta fix the Cyclops <laughs> quick. We gotta transfer his brain. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> that that would be where I would go if I was. That was my shtick. But turns out <laughs> that stake that did that did a number on the Cyclops. Our first monster is down, guys. Yeah. And so he's like, tonight, Santo and, you know, and my family will pay. But can we also talk about how once he's done with the Cyclops, instead of trying to, like, I guess if he tried to duplicate it, he would just duplicate a dead Cyclops. But he was like, take it to the um, monster decompressor. What is Mm. that? (laughs) It decompresses the monsters? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's some science for you. By the way, there's another thing that's going to come up. The uh, the tracker. We'll get to that, but that has a very sketchy name as well. (laughs) But yeah, as you said, Bruno swears vengeance for the death of the Cyclops. And (laughs) then all the monsters go out. We first see the Wolfman approaching the window, as all good monsters do. And we, then we see Otto, or Goodhalder as I call them, uh, <laughs> at his desk. So it's like, oh, it's going to be the Wolfman. Well, it turns out, no, it's not just the Wolfman. It's uh, the evil version of Blue Demon, uh, Frankenstein, the mummy. They're all here to get this yeah. one guy. They're all here except for the vampire. Yeah, and he shows up upstairs and, like, literally just appears. Right. Uh, he doesn't fly in the window. He just, like, teleports into her room somehow. Yeah. He. By the way, he uh, goes to Gloria's room because yes. vampi- the vampire, I, I, I was almost just going to call him Vampiro. Anyway, <laughs> he just, uh, he, he likes his ladies is what he does. And yeah. that's, that's pretty much his preferred victim. So, yeah, he's going, like creeping up on her she wakes up and screams uh and then we kind of have a lot of like back and forth where we've got all the other monsters break in downstairs they're attacking mm-hmm. while she's fight trying to fight off the vampire upstairs yeah. and even though she's the one that screams santo comes running into the study right? which works out because there's a lot more monsters down there to fight so like there's just like a whole big kind of throwdown in there where like yeah it's a brawl yeah this is like it's not an actual wrestling match, but it basically is a wrestling match. Right. It's 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 basically <laughs> six guys versus one, and because he's Santo the Saint, he's able to defend them all off. Maybe doesn't really win, but he does hold them off. That is yeah. until the ray gun comes out. Yeah. Yeah, and he just starts like so he yeah, he has a ray gun that he starts <laughs> shooting the monsters. They end up retreating at that point. 
Right. Meanwhile, upstairs, Gloria gets taken outside, right? Yeah, by yeah, the vampire. She, the, yeah. the vampire drags her outside. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then, I guess there is a graveyard in their yard at their <laughs> yep. house. Just, and there's a cross-shaped the tombstone in the yard, and that scares the vampire away. Yep. That's it. That's all it takes. But I guess that makes sense. <laughs> and then Evil Blue Demon hears telepathically, he hears the voice of Bruno saying, Run, the sun is rising. <laughs> right. Even though it's clearly day the whole time. Like, yeah. the, the only shots at night are the cars. And that not even the car <laughs> chases, just the cars. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, as far as we know, only vampires should right. be, you know, nope. uh, affected by the sunlight. But in this, all of the monsters have to get home b- before the sun rises. Right, e- including evil blue demon, yep. But, yeah. <laughs> but they have a great idea. If they can't just, like, kill Santo this way... You know what we need to do? We need to have a wrestling match to the death. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we cut to Santo and he's talking to like his promoter and he's like, I, you know, we got this challenge and you know, they're, they're basically like, if you don't accept this challenge, you're, you know, you're they're, yeah, it's, they're definitely like playing up to sort of like, you know, the, Machismo. the need to, yeah, yeah. And it's just like, you have to take this challenge or you, you won't ever live it down. Right. You'll be um, dishonored so like, forever. All right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he's, he agrees to the, to the challenge. Now, of course you would think, oh, this will be the big showdown between the, the evil version of Blue Demon and Santo. Oh no, 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 no. They know the right guy for the job and that's the <laughs> vampire baby. <laughs> He's kind of he's kind of buff. They show him like with his shirt off and full makeup. He's he's kind of buff. Good for him. Yeah. And they like put him in like a black lucha mask. <laughs> yeah, because he can't obviously be a vampire, even though yeah. he goes. Santo knows there's a vampire, and he goes by the name El Vampiro. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and so then we actually get to the ring, and Santo's there waiting, and the announcer announces them, and yeah, calls him El Vampiro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so then we just get a full-on wrestling match, but we also get like a lot of scenes where they just cut to like Bruno with wearing sunglasses as right. a disguise, looking just sitting smarmy. in the crowd watching. Yeah, he's like, oh, I've won this time. <laughs> And this wrestling match goes on for five full minutes. It, it is a full match. Like, this movie does not skimp on the matches. Like, a good third of the movie is wrestling matches, which, mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind of what you're there for anyway, right? Yeah, yeah, it works. Yeah. So it's near the end of the match, the, the vampire tries to just, like, bite, bite. Santa. I mean, come on, he's, he's got to yeah, end this somehow, right? Yeah, but Gloria kind of runs up towards the ring, and she's wearing a cross necklace, so yep. that scares the vampire away. That's all it takes. Well, turns out, now it's time for chaos, because all of the <laughs> monsters descend on the ring when they yeah. couldn't beat Santo before. That was the time. But uh, yeah. So we have general chaos, and apparently this are, looks like this is when the other luchadors, even though they're not credited or really named, join in and help Santo defend himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is really cool. Like It, it feels like... You it's know, like a wrestling you, match. Yeah, in real wrestling, you know, you have those moments where, like, the, the heel brings in some people that he's not supposed to, and then, like, a bunch of other, you know, heroes kind of run in and, yeah. you know. But, yeah, so we've got the vampire actually turns into the Flappy Bat, <laughs> and he goes away. But, yeah, you've got Blue Demon, all the other monsters, they're all in the ring. Uh, you know, a bunch of other, all the other wrestlers show up, and it's just, it's a wrestling match. Like, it's like a battle royale, basically, yeah. and they're... Uh, 
<laughs> they're all fighting and, and it's a really fun thing like just fun to kind of like i rewound it a couple times because you could just like watch one corner yeah. and like what's going on there it's just like everybody you know and the monsters are definitely just wrestlers too yeah, you know? yeah like yeah. so it's it, you know it's just a wrestling match and um <laughs> and we also cut to scenes of the audience who are panicking and they're like trying to like evacuate the uh, the theater Right, uh, as some somebody, some mysterious person, Bruno, uh, cuts the lights. <laughs> they only show his hands. It's like, come on, yeah. there's one guy wearing that suit with those gloves. <laughs> yeah. We know who it is. Why are you being coy in this this one instance? But yeah. yeah, so yeah, we do have a wrestling match between all of the monsters and all the luchadors. But we also have Gloria and Otto trying to run away from the scene in the chaos. Yeah. And then, yeah, once the lights shut off, we just, like, cut to all of the, like, Blue Demon and the monsters walking. I think this is the exact same scene from the beginning, yeah. right? Like this is Yep. <laughs> but also, we do have random cop cars driving around. It looks like an old western town, not what I assume is Mexico City. <laughs> so. Yeah. They probably just had the set yeah. and were like, well, yeah, it works. <laughs> or they had the footage. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That's probably more accurate. Yep. Yeah, but this is our uh, our third time, I think, that, uh, either the second or third time that our, we get the monsters all walking. Yeah, this is the third time the monsters all walk out <laughs> onto the uh, the grass with the, the, the smoke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we cut to the vampire attacking... Another woman. We'll eventually learn. Well, we won't ever learn her name because they only say it in the credits, but I'm assuming this is Fabiola. Mm, okay. So. Yeah, it's a quick little scene, and then we cut to the newspaper again, which, you know, they love using for mm-hmm. exposition, and it just says, Dancer Vanishes. <laughs> yep. So we know what happened to the dancer. And it's good good that we don't linger on that too long because uh, we immediately go back to the vam- vam- vampire in his casket. Waking up for the morning, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, oh wait, there's these two other caskets. I wonder what who who or what is in those. Turns out we've got a <laughs> brand new Fabiola. By the way, okay, well done, Fabiola. And then uh, also we get Sonia, who's a little bit more modestly dressed. <laughs> yeah, they're both in like R- some reveal. sort of lingerie, but one of yeah. yeah, one of them's a little bit more you know full coverage kind of thing. The other one basically is kind of like a. Basically a bikini sort of yeah. thing. like micro bikini or whatever those, yeah. Yeah. So then one of the two women turns into the flappy bat and, you know, goes away. And Fabiola, like, yeah. She ends up out at the car. Yeah. Hey, uh-huh. hey, uh, Anthony, if you were to, let's say, find a random woman in your car in the middle of the day or night, whatever time the camera decides it is, um, <laughs> would you just be like, hey, let me drive you home? because <laughs> i would have questions yeah not santo though no 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 yeah. santo's like i'll take you home girl even though i'm dating gloria yeah yeah so he drives her home and... well drives her out to the woods <laughs> yeah <laughs> they don't quite make it home yeah so she tries to like you know it's like one of those deals where like it looks like she's gonna try to kiss him and then she tries to like attack him mm-hmm. but wait she's not by herself because Santo gets attacked yeah. by all the monsters again. Yeah, all the monsters show up, they attack, and we again have Santo fighting um, the Wolfman, Cyclops, Mummy, Vampire, by the way, Frankenstein. He's dead. How did he come back? Cyclops is dead. We said that before. He's yeah. back. What? This movie makes I guess the, that yeah. <laughs> decompressor thing. Oh, it, that's how it revived him. It decompressed. <laughs> he needed to have his... Uh, 
You need to have the disk drive <laughs> defragmented. Okay, I get it now. These are all digital <laughs> monsters, Digimon. Dig- anyway. Um. <laughs> uh, yeah, so then, like, Santo kind of, like, he's Santo, but he is way outnumbered. So he kind of fights him a little bit, then jumps in the car, speeds away. Mm-hmm. And then he, like, goes back to Otto and Gloria. And, you know, Otto's like, not even the rays of the electronic gun could stop them. <laughs> right. Um <laughs> So they're like, okay, well, we know they have to, you know, sleep in the daytime, and then they go out at night, so <laughs> to we to... should sleep during the day, too. Yeah, let's and go we'll, to dinner. We'll go to really, yeah, we'll go to crowded places at night. Right. <laughs> Which, like, you know, we know that a bunch of monsters are trying to kill us, so what we should do is go to places where there are a lot <laughs> of other people... <laughs> Who will get injured by the attacking monster? I mean, that just makes sense. That defends, you, you know, you're helping yourself out. You got a lot of witnesses. <laughs> so they cut to uh, like a dance club that I think is called Maxim. Right. It, it's basically Copacabana. Yeah. It's like a, it, you know, they're sitting down eating dinner and there's just like dancers who are, you know, performing for them basically. Mm-hmm. And they have a full dance scene. And this is again, like another, like, I, I think this one's like four minutes long. Yeah. But um, you go through the whole performance. Yeah. Oh, then this is, this is where we get the third thing. The monsters come out again. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. This is, the yeah. Part. They, they uh, climb the, the hill ominously mm-hmm. one by one again. Mm-hmm. And then they arrive at the at the club. But Blue Demon shows up. Blue and, Demon, you know, unceremonious. This man is not one to mince words or like have ceremony because he just runs into the restaurant, runs up to Santo, and just starts fighting. He's not like, <laughs> "I'm here to fight you, Santo." No, he's just like, "Here we go, let's do this thing." Yeah. And they uh, like immediately just wreck the place. Yep. Like it's just the two of them, and then the the other monsters start showing up. But, like, before the monsters even get there, I mean, they have destroyed, like, everything in the place, basically. Oh, by the way, by the way, did you... I, I, I'm sorry to backtrack uh, backtrack us once again. But, by the way, after all the monsters did their thing where they reappeared, did you notice Gloria literally says, when will this end? <laughs> she actually says that. <laughs> it's like, I don't know if that was an intentional joke or what, what that was, but I, I see you, Gloria. I get you. <laughs> So, yeah, so once the monsters do show up, then, like, everybody in the restaurant, like, you know, they they all run in terror, screaming, uh, you know, leave the restaurant. Yep. And then we get, you know, a classic wrestling move, which is that, you know, Santo gets hit with a chair mm-hmm. uh, and knocked down. This isn't like our aluminum folding chairs that, that, you know, we're used to. It's just a, you know, regular chair at the restaurant, but yep. it just gets... You know, crumbles on his back, basically. That was before uh, we had perfected the art of the folding chair. <laughs> yeah. And then Otto and Gloria have, like, run up to, I guess, the rooftop yeah. of the restaurant. Yeah, because that's what you do. <laughs> you know? Instead of running out, you run up in a horror yeah, movie. It's, yeah, it's the, you know, the, the girl in the slasher movie who goes upstairs thing. Except the, the But, like, oh. yeah, they're on a rooftop. There's nowhere to go. Mm-hmm. So, yep, a bunch of monsters get up on the roof, and they are trying to, like, carry them away. But Santo shows up again. Yeah, uh, I, I know, do like how literally all the monsters just let Santo... Well, I think they actually do knock him down and knock him out before running off. But it's like, mm-hmm. no, we're, we're not... Don't finish Santo. Just, just run off. We're going to get Gloria and Otto here. We got yeah. them. So Santo starts fighting the monsters again and somewhere in the middle of the fight he very sneakily puts a little tracking device on frankenstein's neck it looks like a button (laughs) yeah 
He yeah, just, it's huge. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, well, <laughs> I mean, I guess he has something jabbed in the side of his neck anyway, the bolts. And he's, yeah. he's, he's not paying attention to anything extra there. Somehow Santo knew that. Yeah. But yeah, we get another brawl scene, basically. And uh, this one has a little bit of a more interesting uh, ending in that the... Uh, the mummy rushes Santo. Santo like falls back on onto his back and kicks, basically rolls the mummy off the roof and <laughs> yeah. presumably killing him because that's the last we see of the mummy. Yeah. <laughs> and so then we cut back to the lab again. Bruno is giving his like supervillain speech to uh, Otto and Gloria who are captured. They have like the helmet things on and like the little revival tube things. Mm-hmm. But instead of reviving him or reviving them, he's going to disintegrate them. This is a multi-use uh, tool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, you know, thankfully, you know, Santo did put that tracker on. So he's finally able to locate Bruno's secret hideout, which is a massive castle. Yeah. But it's somehow secret. <laughs> right. And of, of course, at this time, our good friend Waldo discovers, wait, there's this thing on the side of Frankenstein's neck. It looks like a button, but, uh-oh, turns out Bruno knows what that is. That's an electric vibrator. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you know what those words mean. <laughs> yeah. I've seen some vibrators. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> they don't look like that. Yeah, that's a little too small to get, get much power out of it. But. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> Uh, uh, but yeah, I guess it's supposed to be like that. It's like sending a vibration. vibrating signal. But yeah, well, it's it's uh, they, oh, they were so innocent back then. <laughs> All right. Anyway. But yeah, so it turns out that they now know that Santo is actually still alive and he's there. Yeah. So they send some of the monsters out to try to find because, they, you know, they're automatically like, OK, he's going to find us. So let's get him first. Patrol the, the castle slash caverns and track him down. Then we end up Santo. Finally, he gets to the room with good blue demon <laughs> in the it looks like a tanning bed. basically. Yeah, the, effectively, the duplication chamber. Yeah. <laughs> and but but he's there for only a few moments when evil blue demon jumps out and attacks him once again without ceremony just jumps out at him yeah Mm -hmm. so then there's another fight they break a lot of lab equipment in the process like they're like all right we're done with the movie destroy the set (laughs) however you want to do that do that yeah you know hit something we'll we'll we have sparks we'll we'll do that you know whatever but of course at this point we still have bruno monologuing and he wants to know he wants to finally find out whose kung fu is stronger i mean whose science is stronger his or otto's (laughs) he literally says that yeah we'll find out whose science is better brother (laughs) and then we go back to santo and blue demon who have somehow rolled outside (laughs) (laughs) yeah they're they're just outside now right and santo manages santo somehow has a ball and chain or a flail it, it like fluctuates between being smooth and having spikes. <laughs> yeah. Yep. He ends up throwing Blue Demon off a cliff. Oh no. <laughs> and then yeah, runs in to wake up well, good Blue Demon. Wait, wait, wait. Does he throw Blue Demon off the cliff or the ragdoll that Blue Demon turns into off the cliff? <laughs> because yeah. <laughs> yeah, the nice thing about that lucha mask is you know, <laughs> it kind of covers up the dummy. You know? <laughs> but it definitely doesn't cover up the cud. <laughs> you just no. see immediately he, he's like picking the actual actor up and then all of a sudden, not the actor, this is the dummy, and then he throws the dummy. I mean, of course, what are you going to do? But still, it, <laughs> yeah. it's a fun little notice. 
right. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, he wakes up good, Blue Demon. Mm-hmm. And so then now we've got Santo and Blue Demon back together again. Santo's got the the mace. Blue Demon has does he, have, he has a torch. Right? Well, he gets the torch while he's fighting the criminal monsters, which they appear right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, they're they're fighting um, all all the, the zombie criminals or whatever. Santo manages to knock one of their heads off with the mace. Right, and that's when they learn. Oh, this is real. This is serious. Because then they stop fighting and they're like, they killed our friend. <laughs> It's like, really, guys? I mean, you you kind of signed up for mur- at least murder. You should have yeah. known it was going to come your way as well. But no, that's what stops these guys. Yeah. So while they're kind of like checking on their very dead friend, Santo Again. and Blue Demon get away. Mm-hmm. And they get to the lab. So now we've got every character in the movie basically in the lab. Mm-hmm. And they're all fighting. First, they're just fighting the monsters. And then Santo realizes the trick here is not to get distracted by the monsters. We've got to start distracting destroying the machine exactly he can't do science <laughs> if he ain't got science machines right yep so him he uh blue demon is kind of defending or fending off the monsters while he's just wrecking house <laughs> just destroying props left and right and it's like everyone like he hits it and then like it explodes right? <laughs> like they have just like a little fireworks charge in each one yep it's so good <laughs> but of course like bruno and waldo they know we can't fight we can't fight santo so they're doing a little nice little cuddle cuddle huddle in the corner <laughs> while all this is going down yeah and so then like the lab like everything on the lab is on fire basically mm-hmm. so they uh you know all of our heroes go running out and on their way out they happen upon the vampires coffins all three of them yep and, and santo ain't uh, santo and blue demon ain't one to leave a job finished <laughs> or a half finished i should say yeah, but weren't the vampires all just in the other room fighting just a minute? You know, <laughs> the, yeah, actually, yeah. Well, no, they they do run off at the end. They oh, do okay. run off. But uh, so, but yep. So they, uh, you know, they open the coffins. They stake all three vampires because this then... is Mexico. If you stake the, it doesn't work the way if you just kill the head vampire. The the rest are saved. Nope, they all gotta go. Yeah. Yep, so they stake these, you know, two innocent women who were uh, right. turned into vampires against their will. Listen, yeah, I mean, they were going to be vampires. It's fine. It's fine. Just gloss <laughs> yeah. over that. Right. But I do love uh, the face that the vampire has whenever they stake him. Like, he's, like, both shocked and very sad about it at the same time. <laughs> if you can imagine that. Like, he, he's got some good faces in this He's got some good faces but uh, after they stake the vampires, it turns out the whole castle is now aflame. <laughs> yeah, so they run outside, and now it, this feels very much like a universal movie at the end, where it's just like all the heroes standing on a hillside watching a castle burn. Yeah, it, it's either that or a Castlevania, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> and and abrupt ending, basically, more or less. Yeah, more or less. <laughs> but, yeah, it's... It was just so much fun. Like it's yeah. it's you know like we were talking about we've been talking about with the past couple of movies like when you have like a group of people who are really enjoying what they're doing it's just sort of infectious. You just have fun watching it. Yeah. And it feels you know you look at these and you're like this 
series of movies is like you know dozens and dozens of movies long like it feels like it would just be like a cynical kind of cash grab thing no and you know so much maybe some people on the production maybe were but i don't know everybody that is in front of the camera and everybody who's kind of like directing the action and stuff Mm. seemed to be having a blast and it it, it really you see it you feel that and and yeah i mean it's just a lot of fun right yeah it's uh, and just it's so interesting the juxtaposition of the monsters and Mexican wrestling. Mm-hmm. It's like such a wild combination, but it goes so well together. Better than you would think. Yeah, I mean, it feels like these movies are probably, to some degree at least, aimed at children. Yeah. And there's there's definitely a cartoonish quality to these in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't feel as dumb as sometimes entertainment yeah. aimed directly at kids can feel. Yeah. Uh, like I've, you know, like if you go back and watch some of the cartoons you loved as a kid, some of them hold up, you know, there are some that I'm still like pretty, you know, like still really like, but there are some things that just don't, you know, that they're just like, oh, this is definitely just a commercial for toys. And like, they didn't put any work into this, but like, that's not what's going on here. Like this is adults are going to enjoy this as well. Like, you know, if kids like monsters and kids like wrestling, we'll combine it and we'll, we'll make a, you know, kind of a wacky, but we'll definitely throw in some, uh, TNA and violence for the adults. Oh yeah. yeah. So we're doing three of these for our purposes here on the show. But, but there's like, so I feel many like more. I'm probably going to be tracking some more of these down just for my own personal enjoyment after oh. we finish that. Yeah, I mean, we we have several run-ins with uh, mummies as well as vampires and uh, mafia. You know, because you got to do that too. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, this is kind of an exciting little uh, little rabbit hole we've gone down. Yeah. All right, I'm definitely excited to see more. Yeah, so of course, next week we will be doing Santo versus Frankenstein's daughter. <gasps> she had a daughter. Yeah, El Hija de Frankenstein. Yeah. <laughs> Hija de Frankenstein. Yeah, so in this movie, Frankenstein is just referring to the monster. monster. I, I feel like in this next one, Frankenstein's daughter is going to be the daughter of the mad scientist Frankenstein, mm-hmm. but I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe there's a, you know, like a bride of Frankenstein, like lady creature. I, I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, listen, this is, this is the Mexican version. So, uh, por qué no los dos? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm on board either way right. or definitely if it's both. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be amazing. All right. So you all know where you can find us. You can find us on Twitter, uh, Instagram, uh, Facebook. Well, YouTube, at least at the Frankencast. So any place, any social try at the Frankencast will probably be there, even at Gmail. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. And obviously also, you know, we appreciate rates and reviews on your podcast platform of choice. Yep. Those help out immensely. That tells the evil monster that rules us, known as the algorithm, that we're worth your time. And we appreciate Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Yes. I think that covers it for this week. So we will be back with more Santo action next week. Muy bien. And continuada. <laughs> Looks like you survived another episode. The Freaking Cast is a production of FCR Media. It's hosted by Anthony Bowman and Eric Velasquez. Follow us on Twitter at TheFrankenCast or send us a letter at TheFrankenCast at gmail.com. Our cover art is by Amanda Keller. You can find her at Keller Illustrations on Instagram. Our theme music is by Vivek Abhishek. Thanks for listening. <laughs>